0: Hey guys, this is Coach V. I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. Coach David, we got a good one tonight. Uh, First of all, before we jump into things, how's things going?
1: Everything is going just fine. We had a great weekend and are ready to hit it tonight.
0: I hear that. I hear that. So let's get right into it. Without any further ado, the the title of this podcast episode is "When is it time to quit?" Coach David, I was about to call it uh, "I quit," uh, but I don't want to scare anybody. No, I'm not quitting. You know, it's not as bad as it sounds. Uh, but you know, the topic tonight is when is it time to quit, and I think there's a right time. And I think there's a wrong time. So let's start with the wrong time. When is it not time to quit? And to be specific, this is a martial arts-based podcast. We talk about fitness, longevity, and of course the martial arts as well. But specifically talking about your martial arts training... Number 1, the number one wrong time to quit in my opinion is when things get tough. And I'm talking about, you know, you're not getting promoted as fast as you'd like to get promoted, maybe the material's getting a little bit tough. Coach David, could you kind of speak to that? What comes to your mind in terms of when it's a wrong time to quit when things get tough?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I've seen so many students over the years who, you know, they have a tough class and, and maybe they just don't perform well in a specific thing and they, they just get so down and their their mindset is, well, because of that, you know, maybe I just can't cut it. And it's almost that like one or zero, that yes or no kind of mentality. and And, you know, hopefully people can, you know, look at the forest through the trees and just know that things get better time always helps we, we always say that's one of the things we say and if you're having even a you know a down time, you know a couple classes in a row that are bad i encourage you don't just quit without talking to your instructor you know come and, and visit us have a conversation tell us what's going on what your thought process is because oftentimes quitting is not going to be the best answer you know sometimes it is but oftentimes that conversation can really help to get you back on track
0: yeah, I mean, that's, that's just great. And it's so good we have to go to number two. <laughs> so the, the second wrong time to quit is if you don't like the comments mm-hmm. from your coach. Coach David, I can, I'll keep it brief. I can think of so many times when my instructor didn't approve me to test. Or I can think of so many times when my instructor said something and I just didn't agree with it. And you know, what's implied when you train at a school, like a reputable school, is that you are by being a student in this in the program you are saying i trust the instructor's judgment i'm buying into their philosophy of promotion i might not always agree with everything uh, but this is what i want things to be like right you know isn't that isn't that the case oh,
1: 100% true and i mean i you know if you're if you're out there and you're kind of thinking man i want to join karate i want to start karate i'm thinking of joining a school i highly recommend that you visit the school Visit a few of them. Talk to the instructor. Don't just go and say, oh, it says karate. I'm just going to sign up because there is a fit for everybody. And it's super important to get the most out of it to have that connection. And, And I think the way you do that is you go, you check it out, you have a conversation, and that will help to try to eliminate some of the errors that come along later.
0: Number three, you weren't approved to test. Now, this is the third time there will be a wrong time to quit. So if you weren't approved to test, I mean, Coach Day, I can't tell you how many times, especially at the beginner ranks, it's critically important as an instructor to take time to explain the promotion guidelines. And very early in my teaching, I didn't used to do that. I used to tell people if they're promoted or not. And I never realized how much upsets... It, it created. And then what I started doing is actually carry around a huge promotion poster, as you know. I hand out promotional sheets. Uh, as, as a child, we were always promoted when our instructor felt we were ready. Very traditional way to do it, right? We're in a different time right now. And I wanted to maintain those traditions while still, you know, kind of adapting to this environment that we're in. And you know, I don't want to go too down that road, but I'll say this. If your instructor doesn't approve you to test, it just means you need to work harder. It doesn't mean they're a bad instructor. Matter of fact, it probably means they're honest with you. And it probably means that you need to kind of just learn to trust them. And we've had many, many podcast episodes about that, so we're not gonna dig too much further. Let's get to number four. The wrong time to quit. And Coach David, I'm hoping you can kind of kick us off here is if you have a bad class and specifically if you get hit too hard, if you fall down you had a bad fight, you lost a fight. Maybe you lost a fight to someone of a lower rank, but you have some kind of bad class like that. Why is that not a good time to quit?
1: Yeah. Any one particular class is not indicative of where you are. So to judge yourself based on one incident, it's just, it's just not right. Um, mostly, you know, those kind of classes happen to everybody. You're not going to get through the entire system without having those classes happen. So, one bad class getting hit too hard like you said maybe losing when you don't think you should have or just you know not feeling well you know you really that's when you really want to double down on the next class show up to the next possible class get right back on the horse and you're going to find out more likely that you know that was just not not a real indication of where you are and what's going to be your future
0: Uh, how do you feel i think you're right (laughs) i think you're absolutely right um coach david i'm going to shift gears here uh, to the right time to quit. Now, mm. you know, this is kind of not talked about a lot. So you're kind of getting some bonus material here on the Kaizen Karate Podcast, Kaizen Nation. And, you know, we have folks from all over the world who are listening to this, and I really want you to take this to heart. We put a lot of thought into this. And these, in my opinion, in Coach David's opinion, these are the times when it actually is appropriate to quit. And by quit, just meaning to stop. Here's number one. There's some heavy stuff here, but it's, it's real and it's truthful. Number one is if your heart's just not in it, any longer. And you kind of know when that is, you know, it's hard to go to class that, that joy you used to have is just not there. Um, the same respect and or love that you felt for the instructors or classmates is maybe not there. Uh, it's like pulling teeth, you know, one or two bad classes, no big deal, but month after month, year after year, I mean, if it gets to that point, life's too short for that stuff. You know, the one thing I learned from the pandemic is life goes on. Mm-hmm. And even though the pandemic froze us from doing a lot of things, birthdays still happened, graduations still happened, deaths still happened. All of these things kept going on and it didn't, time stops for no one, not even a pandemic.
1: No, it is so true. And that's very well said. I think that the, uh, the whole goal, we, we tell people you, you want to have fun in the class, enjoy each class. Don't worry about the belts. You know, promotions come if you just enjoy the process. But if you're not enjoying the process and it's a drag every single class, then you' you know you're in it for the wrong reasons and again, I encourage you to have a conversation with your instructor um really really examine the issue and you know we're not afraid to to have people quit it's not like we're going to we're salesmen who are trying to talk everybody to'll come into class come to class. We want what's right for you like we're doing this podcast because we're ambassadors for the martial arts. And we want everybody to be in the right system. Perhaps you're just not in the right place. Like maybe martial arts is good for you and we're not it or vice versa. So that is really just, you know, you've got to really think about it, talk about it, and then make the decision that works.
0: You know, to to kind of give you my two cents on that, Coach David, I think the martial arts is for everybody. It's just that you might not have found the right school. Or maybe, you know, you get – there was this – there was this article years and years and years ago in Black Belt Magazine. I think it was called, I might be butchering it, so I, I hope I'm giving credit to the right person here. It was. I think the title was The Mystery of the Missing Godon. Godon is fifth degree black belt. Mm. And the whole idea was people get to this certain point in their training where you know, philosophically they have their own ideas. They were promoted maybe from white belt or intermediate or advanced, and they finally climbed the race through the ranks. And they have their own ideas of how they want to do things. And I'm speaking to the instructors now, not so much students, but you get to that point where you disagree with so much of what the head of the instructors is saying or the majority of the instructors in the school feel. And it's time to go. Mm-hmm. It's time to go. And it's not a bad thing. It just means you've grown. It actually means that the school has done its job mm-hmm. of teaching you and growing. And instead of fighting and trying to swim upstream like a salmon, you know, <laughs> you, you got to say, hey, look, let me go with the flow and say, look, I have accomplished a lot here. And it's time to, to do things and, and grow myself in another area. That was so well said. I'm not
1: going to say anything else.
0: (laughs) Perfect. I mean, what are the other right times to quit? And this is kind of a a good transition here. It's when you'd rather be somewhere else and you disagree with just about everything. I mean, I'll give you some ideas, right? I mean, let's say that, you know, as a school, you know, when we give, you know, certain, we have certain rules about how we do things, uh, a t-shirt policy or, uh, you know, this is how we do our testing or things like this. If you're finding that you're just disagreeing with just about everything in place, it might be time to go. And again, not a bad thing, it's just that you want to make sure you're in a place where it's harmonious. You know, just like in a marriage, just like in a relationship, a friendship. You want that to be the case in your martial arts school. I think you pour too much energy and time and blood, sweat and tears into the process for it to be anything but harmonious. I've trained in some really amazing places, Coach David, and I've trained in some toxic places. The toxic places wear on you and you can feel it and it's a drag. And trust me, it's not just you who's feeling it, everyone's feeling it, and some others might just be too kind to say it to you. So if you're starting to feel it, you might want to have a have a talk you know with whoever's in charge and and let them know how you're feeling and be honest about it because you know what you're going to find out is it's 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 not just you there's other people who are feeling the same way. and the question is, why would we even be having this talk right now and here's the answer is that the pandemic's given us such a good time to reset. It's given us a time to reassess how things are going. And Coach David, you know, I've, I've had a lot of time to reassess kind of what I do with my role with Kaizen. And the verdict was, came back in about five seconds, stronger than it's ever come back. And it said, I absolutely love what I do. And there was no doubt in my mind that I'm doing the right thing with my time. As long as I can physically do what I do, I plan to keep doing this. And I hope you're by my side to absolutely. do it. And, you know, I hope, yeah. we, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, it's not just yourself who you're doing the disservice. It's you're doing a disservice to the students because if you're swimming that upstream, right, you're going the wrong way and you're teaching your students that way and they're part of a system in a school that's, again, going the other way, once you do leave, which you probably will at some point, those students are now really in trouble because they've been taken in the wrong direction. So, you know, as instructors, I hope that, all of us are thinking of our students first, right? That's kind of our, your goal. When you get to be an instructor, you want your students to excel. You want them to do better than you did. You want them to get further than you did. So don't do them anything that would really you know, take away from that. Help them to swim with the rest of the school and get to black belt in the way it was meant to be.
0: And Coach David, let's shift gears. We've talked a little about the instructor lens. Let's look at it from the student lens mm-hmm. now. If you're a student and you're counting the days... I mean, you're constantly negotiating your belt with your instructor. You know, you're saying like, you know, oh, I've done this many classes. Can I tell you something? I don't I have no clue how many classes I trained. I've trained in so many classes, I've lost count. <laughs> but if you have to keep count, and it's just drudgery to get there, and you already have plans for what you're going to do after black belt because you can't wait till you're done, maybe it's not the place to be, right? I mean, these are things that you really need to to think about. So, here's if you're listening to this podcast, this deep into the podcast, here's kind of like your homework, right? Your homework is this. Don't sit on the middle of the fence, one foot in, one foot out. Don't double dutch with your karate. Either be all in or be all out. And you're going to make your life so much better if you do that. Coach David, I've recently done that with some things in my life, with things I do outside of martial arts. And I know some of you are thinking, you do things other than martial arts? (laughs) Yes, I do. Like listen to my parents and eat vegetables, right? But that's a joke. That's a joke. But um, I will say this, you know, if you really commit to being all in, it just makes everything easier. You know that? Life is hard when you're an amateur. An amateur meaning you're not all in. It's a part-time, spare time kind of a thing. When you turn pro and you make it full-time, not just with your physical body being in the room, but your heart and your mind being in it, everything gets easy.
1: And it's so much more fun. Like The struggle, that's not fun. That's not enjoyable. That's hard work and effort and it wears on you but when you're actually enjoying it because you're in all in mentally physically you know it becomes so much easier and it becomes so much more fun and it doesn't become work it doesn't become stressful it becomes so much more enjoyable
0: right we're all after that that's exactly right and as we get begin to wrap up on our final point here of the right time to quit the final point is if the environment is just toxic and that applies to any aspect of it to me Coach David, I had a milestone birthday, and I just turned 40. And I had a lot of time to reflect. And the biggest thing I've kind of been thinking about is, am I investing my time doing the things that I want to be doing? Mm. And I am I putting my time into the people that I want to be putting it into, whether it be family, personal, work, wh- whatever, mm-hmm. right? And for the most part, I am. I've been doing a pretty decent job of it. But there's been some things that I've really said, "Whoa, time out! These are things I don't want to be doing anymore." And 10 years ago, I might have made a different decision because I viewed it as like, oh, I have so much time, right? Now I'm kind of like, hold on, the clock's ticking here, you know? And I wish my 40-year-old self told my 25-year-old self this because I heard it before, but I wasn't really doing it. And so, again, point three of the right time to quit is if the environment's toxic, student, instructor, no matter what your role is, if you're feeling like you're just not meshing with the environment, that might be a good time, you know? And, and, and quitting doesn't look like, you know, you walk away and you become a secret agent and you don't show up anymore. I can think of one student, don't, doesn't matter who it was, came up to me at the end of one class, looked me in the eye, said, hey, you know, this is my last day today and uh, I just appreciate everything you've done. And they, they didn't need to say that. But I think what I appreciated was we had that really hard talk. You know, we both kind of felt pretty strongly in that moment. I could sense that we both really had that strong sense of admiration and um, yeah, it was, it was hard. Coach David, I don't want people to get to the end of this episode and think that we're encouraging them to quit. It's actually the opposite. I want people to, to get to the end of this episode and kind of recommit to their training wholeheartedly with the whole idea of being all in. And you know what's going to happen? I think all those plateaus and sticking points that you may or may not be at, you're going to get past those a lot faster.
1: So it um, reminds me of a blog post that I wrote many years ago called I do. And it's similar in, in, in what it's trying to accomplish in that it was talking about being fully committed, being fully embracing the the not the double dutchings we just mentioned and the, the half in and going out. And sometimes you're there when you can fully focus your attention and when you're fully committed to a project or, or anything like that, it's just outstanding how much you can accomplish and how far you can get. And, and Coach V is 100 percent correct If you do that, if you reengage and completely focus, you will be amazed at what you're going to accomplish. That's
0: exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Coach Dave, before we get out of here, you know, I just want to remind everyone there's some wrong times to quit and there's some right times to quit. You know, if you need to uh, to refresh yourself, go back and listen to this episode a couple times. And it's meant to be positive; it's not meant to be negative. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a catchy title. We don't mean to be clickbaity or anything like that, but it was supposed to be fun. You know, Coach Dave and I, we do this as a as a fun service. We don't monetize this podcast in any way. We do it because we really enjoy it, and um, I, I think it's safe to say we view ourselves as ambassadors to the arts. And I hope everybody who's listened to this all over really just takes a moment to say to yourself, hey, are you investing the time with the people you want to invest time with? And if it means taking a step back just to take 10 steps to go forward, I think that actually might be worth it. And, you know, you always want to remember the dojo, right, your training facility or academy, whatever you want to call it, it's like a sacred space. And I don't mean to be sacrilegious when I say that, but it's it's a place where you should come that's positive. If you have a multi-location model that it's, it's a sense of unity, right? It's a sense of brotherhood and sisterhood and fellowship. If anything is outside of that, that's not good, right? You need to, to reel things in. And again, student, instructor, whoever you may be listening here, uh, that's something you need to kind of explore. And I think Coach David's example was right. When you start a new place, spend a little time investigating, not just who has the fanciest website or the shiniest mats and mirrors, but who actually do engage with their environment. That's everything to me.
1: Absolutely. And I, I think one little uh, test you can do is if you're a martial arts student, let's say you're an adult, if there's a group of people after class that are talking and chatting, instructors, you know, your fellow students, do you want to be with them talking and chatting? Not, not do you because maybe you don't have time, but would you want to if, if you're in a perfect world? Hopefully the answer is yes. That's the kind of camaraderie you want with your, your fellow students and your instructors. If the answer is no, because you don't feel comfortable with them, you don't like them, whatever it is, that might be another reason to examine, am I happy there? Because really, when you're happy in the environment, you're going to
0: succeed. Yeah. Hey guys, you know, remember at the end of the day, we're just giving you our opinions. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. I think combined, we probably have over 70 years experience combined. (laughs) However, it's our opinion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our goal is not to offend anybody, but at the same time, we do want to help to correct some situations, if that exists, in your school, our school, wherever. And that's always been our goal. We want to tell you the truth as we see it, and we're going to call it down the middle. So, hey, folks, that's the end of this episode. We really appreciate you. If you have any questions, you can always reach us. Just check the show notes uh, for the Kaizen Karate Podcast. I am Coach V. And I'm Coach David. Until next time, be safe, be well, and we'll see you then.